Hello. Hey, what's up? Hi. <laughs> what's your new mic? Well, I I um I just don't have a mic this today. I um I ended up this is actually something that would be interesting to talk about today. Um remember how I was telling you that my schedule is totally full? Mm -hmm. So I'm not really sure how it happened, but I had a full day today. It was like a long day. I had, uh, I think it was seven clients or eight clients, which is a lot. Um, and, uh, and now I'm down to one. So I am still home. <laughs> it's just so. This is perfect to talk about. Okay. So is it like, what walk me through the exact chain of events that happened because this is this is perfect this is actually perfect because this is if you're not a trainer or if you've worked for yourself or you get paid and you're in the business of working with people and you get paid by the hour this is the story like this is the story this is the concern because like everyone talks about like how they have great client interactions how to build an important like customer base in, in professional relationships. Yet, if people are sick, people aren't doing well, or people flake out on you, where does that leave us? Where does that leave you, right? Where does it leave me? And, and so I love to hear about, and it may not even be flaking, maybe like really huge catastrophe after catastrophe after catastrophe that ends up completely changing my week. So I'd love to hear about this. Like, tell me, tell me, like, tell me all the whole thing. Okay. So, so I started out actually pretty stressed out about this week because I felt like I was overbooked. Um, How many clients? Now, a lot of my clients have been, um, have been progressing. And so they've been going from like 30 minute sessions to 45 minute sessions up to hour long sessions now. And which I was booking everybody on the hour and it was fine because I had, you know, 30 minute sessions and 45 minute sessions. So my, my breaks were kind of naturally built into my day. So I could go through a day pretty quickly. Um, but now that I've got so many people graduated to hour long sessions, I find myself having seven clients back to back with no breaks and, uh, is completely not okay. <laughs> so, um, so I was pretty stressed out because this was one of the first weeks that I was looking at that. And I was like, oh, we really need to fix this before I burn myself out. And, um, and then I was like, well, maybe like, maybe we'll have a couple of cancellations and, you know, Anna and I met about it and we were, we were going to you know, we were going to discuss how to change it all. And then it was just, it was, just, they started dropping like flies, like, <laughs> like someone got sick. Somebody had like a, like a thing with their mom and had to go out of town. Um, and then like somebody else was like, oh, I just completely forgot and I'm out of town. And so it was just all these different scenarios with all these people who see me multiple times a week and who are gone for the entire week. And I'm down like 12 sessions this week. Yep. So, it's so what does that what does that do like for where you feel about being stressed out from having too many to to having too little um i need to make money man <laughs> And, you know you go you go and you start off the week or you or you plan on paying yourself 
you know, a certain amount, right? So the way I structure everything is I, I have a bank account where all of my, all of my income goes into that. And then I pay myself out of that, but I always pay myself a salary out of that. Mm. So, so it's always a little, so on my good months, I'm paying myself less than what I'm making. And on my crappier months, I'm paying myself a little bit more than what I'm making Mm. to kind of give myself more of a steady stream. And as I've been transitioning from my own business to working with AMR, I've been noticing that, um, that I'm, I feel like I'm, my, I'm cutting it really close sometimes where Mm. sometimes I'm like, Ooh, like I really only have a couple of bad months in my bank account right now. Whereas before I was like, Oh, I'd be good for like four months. Mm. And so I'm just kind of in this weird transitional place and the holidays are coming up. And so I'm getting a little bit stressed out, honestly, about what that's going to mean when everybody goes out of town for the holidays. Okay. So this is exactly why um, I made a, a switch in in how I presented what it is that I, I do. Um, because some people feel uncomfortable with um, with results based offers i feel really comfortable with it because um i would feel as though my service suffered from how i I was presenting what i was doing before so like just for an example um keith would would have an amazing string of referrals and doing solid works and all of a sudden I'm seeing anywhere between like 30 and 50 people a week, right? And all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I'm just churning and churning and churning. And then it was like, okay, it's summer. So I'm going to do a sports performance um, uh, session over, over the lunch period. So I'll eat lunch and coach during that too. So that was like training athletes midday. It's good because it like, while the iron's hot, it's like doing the stuff that I really enjoyed at the time. And well, then after that, when all that stopped, and I, I would become uh, irritated and short and a worse coach, and and then like I'd fall behind on some of my my ideas and my 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 studies, and that would that would go away, and then like my my health would suffer a little bit because I wasn't working out as much, I wasn't really wasn't eating consistently, but like it was a really good couple of months, but for the whole year, it just everything suffered. Right. So I was like, well, what, what, what is it that I really want to do with my clients? Like, what is it, what is it that, that the type of relationship I really want to have? And, 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 and I realized that I wanted long-term transparent communication with my clients of people that, that want to come in and, and, and work out and be active. And, and if that's going to happen, how, how could I service that? And what would be the offer to service that? Because are they really coming in to train? Like, like, is that that it? Or do they talk to you about sleep? And do they talk to you about nutrition? And do they talk to you about uh, anxiety and and stressors? And do they talk to you about uh, the the recovery methodologies? And, and because like, literally, I found myself doing a lot of that other stuff and, and, and within my scope, of course. And then from there, it's like, okay, well, how can I provide solutions within that? And then frame that within what I'm actually offering somebody. Because mm-hmm. someone's like, well, how much do you, do you call it? How much does a session cost? I'm like, well, that's a great question. What do you want to do in a session? What do you think can happen in a session? Nothing can happen in a session. 
it's it's the relationship so i'm like oh well i'll tell you what um the sessions by themselves are are x amount but like i really i don't really steer people towards that because i don't find it really providing them any type of real solution so if you're looking to like help your recovery get the strength and balance back that you once thought you had or even progress yourself athletically this is what it's going to take and it's this much to do that you can you can you can stop payment at any month so it's really like they're paying for the solution monthly and i'm like you can guarantee your spot by paying monthly or if you don't want to guarantee your spot it's this much per hour but if somebody else guarantees that moment your spot is taken because they're paying for that spot for the month in advance. So I love this. Um, this is actually um, this is actually what Shannon and I talked about doing um, in order to kind of like change what we're, the pattern that we're seeing right now mm-hmm. to do sort of like a monthly subscription type of thing that's going to encourage people to um, to have a spot that they that they stay in. Um, so you're, my question for you is, so you're kind of working outside of just like a session, right? So it's not just, it's not just like we are exercising together or you are on my table or anything like Mm -hmm. that. It's, there's all this stuff that happens outside of that session too, right? All of this coaching. Now I don't do all of that stuff. I mean, for me, it's like the most I can offer is a zoom session, you know, or I can offer like a, a workout that they take with them to their hotel gym. Okay. What I want you to do is this, because that I hear you, I hear it. Grab, grab your sheet of paper and a, and a, and a pen. And this, and this is, this is something that, that someone did to me and it really helped me out a ton. So number one, um, yeah, write out what you just said. Where are all the things that you believe you offer? What is it that you offer somebody? Like, what are the things, what are the, um, the benefits and features? Like, what are the features and benefits of the stuff that you like? What are, what are the services you offer, right? Now, do you mean? Um... Just write them down. Okay. Dude, like, right. like, no, like, I, like no rules. There are okay. no rules to this. This is just whatever you can create. And so this is like people believe that there's only certain things that they do. Or that they have a belief that I do something, right? The only reason I do what I do is because I created it. <laughs> to an extent, of course. So what what are like rifle some of those off to me? Okay, I mean there are only four. <laughs> cool, that's awesome. Okay. Four so, more than you had before. Yeah, that's true. Um, so there's table session, um, gym session, uh, Zoom session, and online customized online programming. Those are the only things that I could think of. Okay, so number one, you have um, do you, do you, um, do you do consults? I do. Yes, I do. Consults. Okay, write down consults. Okay. Okay. You do the consult with people. Do you evaluate people? Yes. It's usually, okay. it's usually in the same, it's usually in the same session. Okay. Very well, right. actually like, that's I, not true. That's not true. Um, 
I'm going to write them separately. Okay. Then you create a plan for somebody, don't you? Yes. Oh, you create a custom plan. Okay. So there's custom plan before the program, right? Gosh, you're helping me out so much right now. <laughs> okay. So is there a time when somebody comes in, they're really, really tired and you ask them like, why are you so tired? What happened? You ever ask them that? And they, they talk like, oh, I'm tired because I don't really get any sleep. Well, do you do anything about like how to prioritize their recovery? You ever talk about that ever? Sure. Yeah. Do you know anything about sleep and recovery, like the basics? Uh, I do. I oh, do. Bingo. I, I, okay. That's it. Right. <laughs> Can you put the basics into a document that you could hand somebody and then help them walk through the basics? That's a good idea. I could. Could you package that? in with a questionnaire so when somebody when you're like oh because like what you're gonna ask them about hey you know what like um what are what are some things about my recovery that are that that you're having difficulty with and they're gonna answer well i don't sleep very well or or like i'm not eating really well or my relationships kind of suck and da, 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 da. and i'm just like okay well you know if if i can't help you do you have a team of people you can refer to do you, I mean, in your community, do you know anybody in your community that can help with any of those things? Are you asking me? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, we do have some, some people at that we, um, network with at AMR for, for things like that. Yeah. So could you secure those relationships so that you, that they're dependable people to refer out to in scenarios where you feel like somebody would benefit when the questionnaire is like, Hey, look, you scored like this on the questionnaire. This questionnaire is, is, is off of like people that study this stuff. I don't study this stuff, but you scored this on this questionnaire. What do you think that's doing to your recovery? If you're stressed out all the time. Right. What do you think is doing your recovery if you don't don't sleep and you feel like you need a sleep study? Do you, do you have someone you can go to to do an at home sleep study? Like, you know, that well, that's what I'm talking about. This is the questionnaire that you were talking about last time, right? When we were talking about intake forms. So do you mind just kind of like running through exactly not exactly what's on it but give me an idea of the types of the types of things that you're that you're um yeah yeah the, the questionnaire yeah i mean that's, that's perfect that's a i like that so the questionnaire um literally is a triggering mechanism so that i can ask people more questions about their life to then focus in on the things that I do and then understand the things that I may need to refer out to because like if somebody's coming in to feel better, right? If they're like, oh, Keith, I want to, very few people come in because they just want to work out, right? Like they, they had something happen and they want to work out. So then when you're talking about pain and sensations that somebody doesn't like, whether it's tightness, weakness, whatever, like whatever the sensation that somebody does not like that they're exhibiting, how many things influence that that we know of? So many. <laughs> Jeez, right? <laughs> so then my questionnaire is literally built around as many of those pieces as I can think of in a way where I can expand upon those questions during the consultation or the evaluation so that I can then think, well, what's my biggest priority in the, the direction of the vision that this person wants to go in? Because it's all client-centric questioning, 
all client-centric questioning. So I get real data from the person, whether it's qualitative or quantitative. It's like, it. I want to know their vision. And is their vision a reality of what I see? Is it lined up or am I way off? Or is it something where it's like, man, I, I, I can't promise you that that's going to change. You know, it's like, I can't promise that. You know, I, I, I can't help you with X, Y, and Z. Are you okay with that? It's seeing where that takes us. Cause I, I know what I can, I, I can um, hang my hat on and what, um, what I feel comfortable in saying. Cause like, if somebody says like, I feel this discomfort and this pain and can you fix my pain? I'm like, no, no, I can't. I'm like, are you okay if we get you to a condition where you're able to do the things that you want to do and, and quite possibly if that changes your pain so you can help manage these symptoms you don't like or these discomforts you don't like it's like we keep plugging away at things that help you feel better are you okay with that because like I don't, I don't believe you can fix like i don't think anyone's broken i think it's like you're managing the different things that you're that you're going through so i'm going to pull up the um the questionnaire real quick let me Ooh. see what we, what we got here hey uh, I got this on my uh, Google Docs right now. So here, let's see. Let me go like this. Let's see if I can pull this up. So my Google Docs. So as, as I have been doing all of this in... Google Docs just because I, I like to um, have all this stuff stored in like specific places so I can pull them up wherever I'm at and then and then I save it and download it. Um, here, my newest one is, you got your headshot right there. There I am. <laughs> here, the body activation health history form. So the health history form is very similar to what um, what Greg Mack has done, right? The stuff that he put together for um, for the MSS, and I have a whole bunch of like different stuff in it. So I think the the timeline, the time frame of when people have been injured, when they've been injured, is a really really big deal. Um, I have people include their blood panel. Mm. Um, any radiology reports, um, if they have a history of degenerative joint disease is a really big one because uh, they've been showing in the research that um, genetic factors are big into degenerative joint disease problems, even more so than, um, uh, it's like uh, degeneration can be associated with uh, genetics, with um, in previous injury um, and disuse along with um, inf like inflammation, generalized inflammation, um, even more so than like if you're, if you're obese, which is interesting. So they think that the, the inflammation that is like secreted by fat cells, like the different types of inflammatory cytokines that, it, that, that is coming out of, um, uh, I shouldn't say fat, just fat cells, but like the organ of fat, it puts you at a pro-inflammatory state. So that can directly influence your cartilage. Um, then from here, I, I changed this up where it's like, okay, um, where in the past, have you currently followed a specialized diet or eating program? Then I, then I added, please describe, um, and state how well they worked for you. 
and what you liked and disliked about them. Um, lastly, do you like basically do you deal with any type of um, digestion issues like bloating, diarrhea, constipation, that kind of stuff? So I have an idea is if they're like what they're consuming is really irritating them. Right. And then from here, it's like list the time of day, the average meal makeup and the meal calorie intake. So like they even know how much energy they're consuming. Like that's all I care about. It's like, oh, do you know, like, do you have any idea of like how much energy is going into the system versus how much energy out? Um, and then I'd like to know like what time of day they're actually eating. Do they even eat breakfast? You know, do, do they like then here, how many ounces of ounces of water do you drink a day? Like, do you hydrate yourself? Or do you have any idea at all how much water you consume? Because like if you don't, it might be some low hanging fruit because like the, the idea of even drinking more water than you're drinking now. Great. Cause they, they, in the literature, they talk about drinking, um, I, I don't know, half an ounce or is it an ounce for every, like, um, no, half your body weight in ounces. I think is in, if you're, if you're measuring in pounds, it's like half your body weight in pounds in ounces that you would drink. So I'm like, 220. So I, so I, I consume about 110 ounces of water just in a day. Right. So it's like, I, I consume about three and a half of these. Oh so God. I have, so I have, I have my water dialed in so that I know that I, mm-hmm. that I will be, um, I'll be digesting food better. Like I have plenty of, of fluid in my body to do the things that I need to do. I'm um, going to interrupt you because I feel like I need to get a glass of water right now. <laughs> I'm going to go do that. I'll be right back. Okay, I'll you do that. Serious. I'm back. There's the water. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do that. Um, and then then it's like, if, what, if any changes would you like to make to your current eating habits? So it's like if, because I've studied a lot of nutrition in the past, and I've helped people with like basic nutrition stuff and referred people out to dietitians um, that, that I'm in alignment with, if, if they need um, specific work in that category it's like okay then then like can you do these things so i you know the energy in energy out micronutrients macronutrients and then if you have any gut infections like it so if you have anything going on you're a bunch on a bunch of meds and you can't absorb the nutrients because it's not just what you consume but it's what you consume and absorb that is on that, that can affect how you feel because if you're highly inflamed and you're depleting a bunch of micronutrients and you're stressed out all the time it's like and you're dehydrated, well, what's that going to do for how you feel? <laughs> it's it's going to crank you up. So I, I have that. I have like, okay, what's your current goals, which is, um, and how far away do you feel you are from those goals? Um, and a lot of these questions, again, are, are here for a reason because like they've been modified or they, I've legitimately just I'm like, okay, I, I see why. Right? Like, if they're if if you don't know why the question's there, get rid of it. You know, it's like the question has to be there for a specific purpose. Like, how would you like your goals measured? Like, how often do you want your goals measured? So that I mean, I never ever thought of it. Like, what happens if you stop for three to four weeks? And they're like, well, I've stopped for ten years. 
you know, it's, it's like, well, yeah. okay. And then from here, it's like, okay, here are my sleep questions. Ooh, you know, trouble like falling asleep, you know, difficulty waking up in the morning. Uh, so all these sleep questions, it's like, do you go to bed later than 11? Do you do shift work? So it, like sleep is such a huge part of recovery. So and just, um, to, just to let everybody know, there's how many, how many questions are there here for sleep? One, a through two. a through L. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And, and, and overall it's like, um, that goes right into, uh, the spark Q from Stanford SparkTools.org. They have like a, like an 18 question, um, psych psychological questionnaire that just, okay. Like uh, it shows you how to grade it right on the, on the test. And it's like, okay, well I didn't create this test. I'm like you're off the charts in, in being stressed out. So like Stanford medical would say that it'd be really cool to, to talk to somebody about this stuff. Like, do you have somebody is, is this something that you'd like to, an avenue that you think would help you feel better? Like, what do you think would happen? So that's where the questions come in. Like, what do you think would happen if you had somebody to talk about this stuff with? Is that an avenue that you think that you would help your recovery because it, it would recover or like, that's okay if we just drop it. This is where, where this test is at. Put that in, in your file and do what you want with it because I'm not a psychologist. So, and then lastly on this one, um, environmental exposure. So someone like uh, turned me to the, the Q E E S I. And basically all it is, is it's, um, in case you're, you're exposed to, um, environmental pollutants, because like, if you're exposed to environmental pollutants, you, um, you can have those suckers directly influencing your, um, your hormones. So it's like, it can completely screw with your hormones. Um, yeah, it, it, it's crazy what environmental pollutants can do. If you want to look up anything on environmental pollutants or xenobiotics, um, there is uh, persistent organic, um, pollutants. That's like a ton of literature on PubMed on that stuff. And it's, it's crazy. And you can see how that can affect the sensitivity of you to those, those things or to food or to your surroundings or to cigarettes or to whatever. So th that's, that's the, the questionnaire that, that people get when they, they come in here. And what's really cool is that like, I can just drag down, press, make a copy and email it to them. And as they are making changes to it, I get it in real time. So it's very little work on their end to like need to make a copy and, write it all out and, and whatnot. And there's, there's very little on this, in, on this information form that, um, that, I mean, like I, I take, take very important care to make sure that I don't put anything on here that compromises people. So the whole point of it is to keep all the information safe. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, so how much time, sorry, I'm kind of going off topic here. Um, from our original topic, but, uh, how, how much time do you think you spend prepping for a new client who's just done this intake form? How much time do you put into that? Hmm, that's a great question. It depends upon, depends on what, what the intake form says, 
you know, most of the time they don't get the intake form until after the consult. So I do the standard process of first contact, first contact takes about 15 minutes. Actually, it doesn't take longer than 15 minutes. Like if the first contact takes longer than 15 minutes, then I've become attached. And if I become emotionally attached, I become ineffective. So because then all of a sudden it's like, I'm not getting to the root of the problem. I'm just, I'm, I'm along for this trauma bonding thing. And, and, and that becomes a real big problem later on because then the professional, the professionalism of the relationship just went down the tubes. Right. So it's like, I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for this. That's my role. I'm strong in my, in my role because I'm strong in my identity. I know who I am and this is what I'm willing to do. And if those things ever get jumbled up, then I need to refer to somebody else because I'm like, I really appreciate you coming to me with this stuff. I feel like I'm compromised in my relationship, you know, and, and I want you to get the results that I'm hoping for. Like, is that okay with you? If I, you know, if you, you work with this person, right. Um, but like, I would say that a majority of the people then when I, when I look at that consult, um, uh, or that, that, um, questionnaire it's okay. Like we're thinking of doing this thing. How serious is this person? Because the questionnaire is filled out like a third of the way and it's like almost eval time. Got nothing. We got to reschedule. Oh, well, I can fill that out on the way. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, are you sure you really want to do this? And it's like, I need this stuff. Because like you said, you want to feel better. This is how I find out the things that are necessary for me to look into so you feel better. This is not for me. This is for you. It's so difficult when somebody fills out their intake form at the last moment. It makes it really challenging um, for me to 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 feel like I've actually given them the time that that they deserve in order for me to give them the service that I want to give them. So that's why I don't do it anymore. Like if somebody is last minuteing it, I'm like, hey, this I need this the day before minimum. You know, if I don't have this the day before to look it over we got nothing because like, number one, I'm not prepared for when you're coming in for this. And unless you think this problem doesn't deserve adequate time and and attention, do you like, do you value that? Do you think that it, it's worth that? If you're going to pay me to do this eval, do you want it done half ass? Cause like that's data in equals data out. Again, if I'm getting bad info in, like you're going to get, it's going to okay. take a lot. Yeah. It's going to take a lot longer. <laughs> Do you cancel them? Do you just cancel them if, if they don't have reschedule. their reschedule? Right? Yeah. yeah. It's just reschedule. Like when would you like to come in next? Oh no, no. I really like, no, nobody, nobody. Like I am in charge of my schedule. I am in charge of my schedule. I am the professional. That's up to me. Period. Like I used to have people push me around all the time on the schedule. And then I realized that sentence. I had people push me around. And the funniest thing is that looking at that sentence for what it is, it's it's like I had people. So the people, like the people really pushed me around? No, I gave in. I was like, hey, I I accepted because I thought if I if I didn't take it on and I could solve this problem like in lightning speed without all the details, like I was that good. Right? No, I'm not that good. Like I am better. I'm really good when I have information, especially if there's something really messed up going on. Even if the person presents themselves as looking normal or even 
what what they say on the stuff is somewhat normal and all of a sudden there's something that's really not normal going on like i better be on my game because like the other day i had somebody in here who's who's been doing really really well and gets on the table looks left and all the whole room spinning i'm like oh okay when that happened <laughs> what's that about right so, you know, it's like you can have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed, but then all of a sudden something comes out of left field that is like, man, this, this person, this person's got something going on. And instead of just avoiding him, like, how are we going to solve it? How are we going to solve this problem? Is it solvable? And can they manage this thing so that it gets any better or at least doesn't get any worse? So do you take time, um, before or after a session to kind of review notes and take a look at stuff that stuff that they've given you like the intake form and I'm glad you asked me that question yeah now because I have front-loaded my schedule with people that have agreed to pay for positions up front so that I know when they're going to be there and when they're not going to be there. And I only sell a certain amount of hours per week because it's all like the month, the month is solid. So if the month is solid, then I can make sure that I'm delivering the service because I know that if I decide to take another person, what my time's going to look like, because if not, I'm just turning and burning and scheduling and da 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 da, and it's, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And I'm like, that's not the relationship that I want. I want long-term relationships. And even if they come in once a month, right? And it's like, okay, you want to come in once a month, every other month, all right, or whatever. I'm like, what do you, what do you think is going to give you results, right? If you, if you're the person that can work out by themselves and they just want to check up once a month, cool. Um, Oh, you want me to be in charge of your programming and come in once a month. Okay. Okay. That's a service, right? So I, I have a service where someone comes in once a month. I program out everything based upon what I see for that, that one time a month to see if the things that are underlying problems are getting better. Give them an idea like, okay. And then if they're not, then it's like, we need to, I need to see more often. Right. Because the stuff's not getting better or it's getting better. We're in the right direction, getting even stronger. OK. All right. Once a month seems to be doing great. OK. You know, but like I, I, I have those expectations set up up front if I'm seeing someone because I want to know, like, OK, if I, I'm seeing you twice a week, twice a week's too much. OK, I'm seeing you once a week. And then what do you want? Like, where do you want this to go? OK, so now that we've stopped the bleeding, you're feeling better. Um, how are you going to keep this going? Do you got it? Or are we going to do this thing where you, you feel bad and come back and then feel better and then go somewhere else and you get the crap kicked out of you and you come back and then, then you think you're going to fix it by someone needing you and like sticking needles in you and, and doing all this other stuff. And instead of like really specific training and then also doing your recovery stuff that you like. You can do all that stuff. It's just like thinking that it's going to fix you is the problem because it's the, what's been shown in the literature time and time again, like building the molecular machinery to tolerate the forces of life with the, the, the feedback mechanisms necessary to you to, to 
consciously and non-consciously control your system is a big deal. Otherwise, autonomically, you get blown up. Inflammation goes higher because you got multiple joints that are just not controlled as well. And you don't even know you're not controlling them well until you're in that configuration where you can't control it. And then you're like, oh, man, that just, oh, don't like that. You're so passionate about this. <laughs> well, you see it right you see yeah, it i do I, I mean yeah i mean when 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 you work with the the uh the population that we do it's it is it is a it is dire yeah and it's a majority you know most people like the people that don't um that the people that come in and want to do something about it and they finally like realize that they feel that way and in the majority of Americans, there was like close to what 90% are, are dealing with some sort of metabolic inflexibility or insulin resistance and, and all those other types of problems, or they don't really move well because they're like, well, that's an injury that happened a long time ago. Like it ever healed, like they ever regained control over it. And like, they're not deconditioned because they haven't used this stuff in decades. It's like, if you dusted off your car that you haven't started, like, or you drove, you like, you drove at five miles an hour and you're kind of like looking over your shoulder and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to take this sucker on the highway two decades later without ever changing the oil. Like, what, why do you think your muscles are any different? They're like these growing uh, responsive motors and that's just the muscle. That's not like the tendons and the ligaments and the bone and, and the nervous system components and the sensors that are saying what's going on with the hormones that are talking to all this other stuff. And it's, it's wild. And to say like anyone's got it all figured out, especially, especially people that are living in a society that, that works hard to either pass the blame on somebody else or push through it. There's very little in the middle. It's like, I'm either going to just, I'm just going to go for it and grind while the other people are like, oh man, I just, this person cut me off today. And the reason I did this is because my sister always fixes the stuff in my house and I, and I can't even have my own space because she's always in it, you know, or something like that. You know, you're like, holy crap. It's like, you're either completely tied into like your well being is tied into what somebody lets you have in someone's mind, or you don't care about how you feel, or you don't care about anyone else feels and you just like plow through. And, and there's gotta be like, to me, there, there's a whole bunch of middle ground there, you know, to, to make real progress and everything that you were writing down on that sheet of paper helps them, helps your clients understand that there is a middle ground and that there's more ways to feel better than they think. And each one of those, has a value to it. Whatever value you propose it to be, the value stack of things that you put together becomes the value of this thing that you offer. And that's why I don't just sell sessions. Like I'm like, hey, you know what? I have this many hours in my week. If you want one of them, it's upfront. It's this much per month. With that, we're going to do the eval. We're going to put a plan together. We're going to make sure your sleep's on point because you talked about, because like this is now getting into what they want, right? Like we're going to make sure that like you're feeling better. Like we're going to put together your training, training plan to make sure that what, you're, what we're doing 
you feel better with, you start getting your endurance back, you start getting your ability back. It's going to be a minimum of three months, minimum of three months. Like what do you think can happen underneath 90 days? It takes about 90 days to make any type of impact at all. Do you have, do you set them up contractually? If you're like, this is going to take three months, you're just, it's just month by month. It's month by month. And I tell them, and guess what? If you don't think this is working out for you, you give me 30 days notice, you're done. That's okay. Like, I don't want people who don't want to be here. The whole point is like, and if what we're doing doesn't help you in, in like three sessions, then I'm on the wrong track and, and I need to refer you out anyways. And you, you get the rest of that, that month back. Cool. I want success. Do you want success? <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm wondering also, so, you know, what, what I'm doing currently is, is probably a little bit different from what you're doing. Um, just in the sense that I am spending a lot more time in the gym right now. Um, so not so much on the table and, uh, and a lot of the people that I'm working with are, are seeing Brandon and then, um, and so he's kind of like helping them on the table and then I'm reinforcing the things that, that he's, that he's doing. Um, so they're seeing me, you know, once or twice. And occasionally I have clients who see me three times a week. Um, cool. That's a huge opportunity then be like, okay, you're going to see me twice a week. Um, well, for, per month, I'm hoping to see this many times per month, right? Okay. So this is my three time, like, and, and uh, honestly, it's like, if, if people can't get in 45 minutes, like everything in, in 45 minutes, then the session's not hard enough. Right? This is like, it's, it's like they're, you're churning and burning with, with certain things, right? Like, you know, and I know it's like 45 minutes can be brutal, right? If you're on the right stuff. So it's like, I don't mess around. It's like, I get to that point, we're crushing it. We're making sure that like, we're getting the stimulation in that we need. Maybe the next time they come in, we're going through some sort of cardiovascular challenge in, in, a, in a way that's tolerable for them. So we can see how their cardiovascular system is changing. So it's like, yeah, I, I do a lot of gym work. I do, and, but like, if I see something, I go right to the table, flush it out, then right back to the gym stuff. So that it's just, it's on point. And literally I'm like, okay, now I want you to reinforce this. So instead of, instead of having a, a Mel, like I put all on train heroic and I'm like, I want you in here two more times this week doing this, come in, like, let me know which times of the week you're going to be here. So this gym isn't crowded. You're getting your stuff in. If you have questions, just ask me, right? Cause like, if they don't know how to do it, like, I want them to ask me questions so they can start empowering themselves to learn how to exercise themselves. So it's like, I just have more and more people that feel empowered with what they do, watching them, watching them, their ability go up. Right. And that's, that's why I put it the way that I did in your scenario. I would say, if you want to be the person to make sure that they're getting that custom experience with every rep, which is also a high, high value point, high value point. It's like, okay, this month, here's my one time a week monthly rate. Here's my two times a week monthly rate, da, da, da. But it's really, you're paying for the, you're paying for three months at a time, right? Pay for, you pay for three months. It's like, okay, pay for three months, secure your spot. Or do you want, do you want a three month rate or do you want the yearly rate? And you can choose like what, what type of discount that you want to give somebody. And I wouldn't say discount. I say the, the, 
do what uh, what number would help your business stay secure. And then the other one, add more because it's at a, it's, it's, you're looking for long-term security and long-term professional relationships by managing someone's muscles, muscular care long-term. And that's, that's a value. That's a huge value to somebody and them understanding that like, you know what, we're, I want to be able to secure spots for you. And, um, if, if, if I'm loaded one week and I'm down the next or whatever, like I, it doesn't give me the opportunity to help you by growing as a professional. I want to give you top-notch service all the time. I want to do stuff that can support you. Um, like what are the things you're having troubles with, right? Like when you're coming in, I want to make sure if you need extra, extra exercise that I can create those exercises for you and, and put that together for you. If you're, if you're coming in here, it's like, you know what? You, you're expecting me to commit to this time, yet you're not committing to this time. That doesn't seem fair. It's, it's really challenging. Um, when I have new clients who want to come in and I have no spaces available for them mm -hmm. officially, but then I've got spaces available every week. So but then that, somebody, that's huge. But, not, but you're not being paid for them. And so I've got people on a wait list and then I'm completely unable to serve them or give them a regular time, you know, or they need the time that somebody who's being inconsistent already has. Is that a book? <laughs> I'm holding up the book, a hundred million dollar offers by Alex Hermosi. If anyone that runs a business does not read this book, they're doing themselves a disservice alex hormozzi's book it's a quick read it's even like it, it's super fantastic i even i even built a um i built an offer worksheet off of it because it they, it, they have at acquisition.com they have all the different worksheets for free at acquisition.com so it, it's it's phenomenal phenomenal so overall it's like your offer being in alignment with what it is that you need to provide a service that not only supports your business, but then supports your growth to your future is paramount because if it does not, you're done anyways from either working too hard or not enough. So it's like, it's up to me to create the offer, to create the thing and then say, this is what I need. This is what I need. But like, it, put it in a way that you show them this is what you need to be successful. And this is what the value is, but I need this much to make it happen. Does that sound fair? Because like the offer itself should sound like whatever you just put together, it's like a ridiculous value. It's like, yeah, you know how every time that you come in, it's, it's like X amount of X amount of dollars. It's like, well, pretty soon that's going up. It's going up by 50% because you know what? I have a bunch of people canceling each week and like, I'm, I'm not going to be able to keep working here. I'm not going to do it. And like the level of service and care that we're doing can't find it anywhere else. Cause everyone else is doing battle ropes and jumping around and doing crazy stuff that breaks people down. So if you want to be built up, you want a premium service, make it a premium service with a premium offer in a way that they can't refuse because it's so good. 
so good. My, um, you know, when I was, when I was running my own business, primarily, I, um, I was doing a subscription service and it, and it went really well. I really enjoyed it. I like knowing how much money I'm getting every month. Um, I was having them, I was having the sessions that they didn't use roll over. Mm. Um, and, uh, and I don't know, I was, we we're considering not having them roll over. No, don't roll them over. Yeah. I just, I tell people like, it's, it's up to you to commit towards what, what you're going like the way the model that I have is, um, they, um, they pay for 48 weeks. That's the way I, I set it. I'm like, if they're paying monthly, they're not paying every 28 days. If I pay 28 days, you're paying for 52 weeks out of the year, right? I'm like, you're going to be gone a month. I'm going to be gone a month. So we get one month leeway out of this, out of the system, right? Be gone, same time. If you, if you can't commit for the year, like I'm committing to the year, are you going to commit to the year? Like a year from now, we're going to look back and say how much you changed. Or a year from now, are you going to say, well, you know, it's still kind of dealing with the same old shit all the time. Yeah. What, what do you want? Like, because it could change drastically. I've seen it change drastically with people that commit to the year and then make those drastic shifts in their lifestyle because they bought into something that was really important that I could deliver. And there's a whole bunch more on that paper than you thought you could deliver on. And you know you can deliver on it. Yeah, I'm a, I've am got a really high retention rate with my clients. Um, it's just that they, a lot of them travel so much. That's the, that's the thing. Or, or when they get sick or, and then I feel bad if I have to cancel a client. It's just such a struggle. Um, well, and that's, that's a great position to be in where you're, where you're loaded with, with people. Right. And now it's like, okay, um, try it with the new people. Yeah. Only offer it to the new people and be like, Hey, I, I got this time offer all the slots that you want to, to that consistent, that consistent, uh, place where you're like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to do it like this. And, and you want your consistent time. I'll guarantee you this, this time, this blah, blah, blah for this with all this stuff at this rate per month. Mm. Cool. I'm like, if, if you miss it or whatever, I'll do my best to, to switch stuff around for that week. Like if you're gone or whatever, like maybe switch it up here, switch it there. Like I'll do that a couple of times. Like I'm not going to do it all the time because this is a commitment to me on that time at that month. Like there's, you're not the only, only person that has different times of the week. Like we commit to something. I want to know I can depend on you. Like yeah. you want to depend on me being here. I'm not going to walk in the door 15 minutes late or ask, Hey, you know, you know, I, the idea of the customer being always right. Like that's, way different in this 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 business because it's like the customer has been wrong that's why they've been at this point where they feel like garbage <laughs> they've been so wrong so it's like yeah meet them where they're at like nurture them and help them get to the place where they understand that commitment is the way to see different changes happen. And the only way to commit is where two people feel like they both committed to something. That's the only way that that's going to work. Yeah. 
I, otherwise, otherwise uh, someone's taking advantage of another person. I just love the way you said that. I love the way you said that. So well put. Let's start with, start with the new people and then see if it's something where you can put your offer together in a way where you feel comfortable and see how the offer works. Practice it. Practice delivering the offer, you know, off of what, what you got. Because it's like the offer is genuine. It's like, I know that this is how it needs to work because it yeah. can't work any other way. It's like, you want this stuff to work. You want to feel better. You want to be in better shape. You want to move your better your, ba your body better. And you want to make sure that you're not feeling the sensations that are knocking you down. How else are you going to feel that unless you're doing, you're putting in the time. And like, you're, you're talking about 168 hours of a week and you may only be in here for two or one, maybe in less than one. And you're going to get back all that other time of the week feeling better. That's a huge return on time and investment. Huge. Oh, man, you really know how to sell that. <laughs> it's the truth. It's it the truth. True. It's it's like it it's not bullshit. It is real. So I'm like, if you if like, when do you want to do that? Because like, that's what it takes. You know that that's what it takes because it's been said over and over in the literature. I'm like, there's no better pill than exercise and helping people manage their problems for a majority of musculoskeletal problems. There's just not. I mean, other than probably sleep, right? It like, you can't, yeah, you, you need, you need the stimulus. So, girl. Keith. Great talk today. That was really, that was a very uh, excellent impromptu conversation. <laughs> <laughs> if you, uh, if you want a copy of the questionnaire, I can send it to you too. I would love it. I would love that. And you can do with it what you want. So. Yeah, that, that would be great. And I took a bunch of notes too and um, took down the book that you, that you showed us today and all that stuff. So Mr. Homozy, Mr. Homozy doing yeah. great we just work. We just upped my rate, um, or we're going to up my rate, um, since I, since I have a bunch more certifications now, well, one right now, but now I'm going to have the CES also. So I always say up your rate with results and testimonials. Like nobody cares about certs. Yeah. Like, but when you have a buttload of testimonials underneath your stuff, ask for testimonials now. That's, because, I, was, I was just writing down that I'm going to do that now. <laughs> yeah, because overall, it's like people knowing what you do and sharing it with other people because it, like, that's that's value. That's, yeah. Well, thank you for the advice. That's valuable information. <laughs> well, well, I guess um, November. We'll be talking in November, right? Yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing weekly in November. We're going to give it a try. Looking forward to it. And then then we can talk about our boy. <laughs> I'm so excited to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, enjoy, enjoy your night. And uh, thanks again for hopping on a call with me, Mel. Yeah, it was great to be here. Thank you. See ya. Hey, bye.